Hi everyone, it's Melissa here. Welcome to the Chief Energy Officer Tribe. We're guaranteed to raise your vibe. Together we're shifting from tolerable, justifiable coping to Chief Energy Officer Mojo. This bonus series is all about why I believe becoming your own Chief Energy Officer is one of the best moves you can make in your leadership and your life. We get into the how. I learned the hard way, waiting till the great energy crisis of my early 40s. My experience combined with 20 years in business supporting people and teams to deliver the goods led to my big energy aha. I learned that meaningful productivity and performance are an outcome of how we feel. My mission is for you and your teams to become Chief Energy Officers sooner. Start from where you are, access my free resources today to support you. Go to chiefenergyofficer.scoreapp.com. That's chiefenergyofficer.scoreapp.com. Your momentum starts now. Hi everyone, welcome back to episode 5 of the Chief Energy Officer Bonus Series. Now I'm going to cover element 4 of the model and if you haven't caught up yet with the ones that precede this, that would be a good idea because today is all about how we spend time. The question is, do you have a weekly documented planning process to really intentionally select what you're actually going to work on and then schedule it so that it, that it happens? The quote I've got for you today is, anxiety is caused by a lack of control, organisation, preparation and action. That is a quote from David Kekich. He's all about longevity and anti-aging. Sounds pretty good. Clearly, what we don't want is anxiety or the word that comes up all the time, which is overwhelm. We need ways of working and living to get things out of our head and make sure the most important things are the things that we actually spend our energy and time on. So we can't move from what is common around scarcity of time, feeling like we don't have enough time, to intentional choice management without a step in the middle, which is really our planning and kind of knowing where what is most important and choosing what is most important. And that's got to be documented, not rigidly, but we want to get it out of our head. So as I think back to someone that I worked with, she had some goals, she had some clear KPIs, but when I asked her about how she actually approached planning her week and what determined where she actually spent her time and, her pro and prioritised her time, she mentioned her manager and she mentioned meetings straight away. Then we moved into a discussion about all of the urgent operational issues, so reactivity stuff. She started her week by looking at all the meetings in her calendar with an impending sense of doom and ended her week looking back at the little gaps of time between the meetings that were quickly consumed with her team needing her, her boss making ad hoc requests and really she was just not sure where the rest of the time actually went. Things often seem to take longer than expected. So she reached for a glass of wine and maybe a bucket of wine at the end of the week to close out a very busy and hectic week wondering what had she actually achieved. Yes, it had been busy, there'd been a lot of activity, but where had her energy and time really gone in a way that she could feel a sense of achievement and you know what she could show for it for herself and for others. And I, you know, I certainly recall I have been there as well and I have felt that 
at different points of my career, but I specifically recall a time, this was sort of earlier in my career, when I literally sat down and I said to my manager, you know, my biggest challenge right now, and I was thinking, you know, this was an insurmountable challenge. This wasn't one that anyone else was facing, of course. But the challenge for me was that I was spending all my time kind of managing different stakeholders and making progress with, um, I guess, a lot of those reactivity issues that were reactive, can't speak, working on a lot of the issues that were cropping up day to day when people were in my face and they needed the support and the attention of HR. But what I was struggling with was moving along the really important projects. And I had some of those projects for my own development and they were really important to the business and they were important to me. But it seemed to be I had this weekly challenge where I was pulled towards the people stuff and pulled away from the projects. And I knew I had those projects to actually deliver. I knew what I wanted to do, but I kind of struggled to close that gap between getting started and and finding the time to finish it. And back then, you know, I really didn't have a way to think and act high leverage. You've heard me talk about 80-20 and, you know, that's something I'm passionate about and that informs this part of the model. I'm not going to go into it deeply today, but meaning I really wasn't clear on which tasks were going to help me move the needle most towards the outcomes that we needed and that I needed to think with those tasks in mind first and foremost. So this gets into the probably 20% of our productivity time, productive time that we're spending on work, for example, that is going to lead to the big bang results. Um, So that's where the 80-20 comes in. And I had no process. And I think I was, you know, heavily in that urgent, not important quadrant or the urgent quadrant. And I'm hearing that a lot of people have been using that quadrant still to sort through their priorities and then they work with daily to-do lists. These are some of the things that I really uh, yeah, teach us to shift away from in the Chief Energy Officer work. So look, I believe we all need to have goals as we discussed last week. If you haven't listened about personal and professional goals, go back there because that really guides our focus and action towards achievement. And that's both on the personal side in the different areas of our lives as well as in work. And having the goal is great, but then we need to figure out what is the next important, meaningful step to take to progress, to make progress. And and I think that's a differentiator. If I think back over many years in HR and business, the people that can shift from that intention to actually the planning and the action and allocating their, the, you know, the necessary time to progress those goals, they're the really high performers. And when they make it clear to themselves and others that their own needs are also in that consideration, their energy, then that really is the game changer and they're well on the path to becoming a chief energy officer. So I, you know, I want you to um, recognize some of our human tendencies that we try and squeeze things in Um, you know, we're unrealistic about how long things are going to take. We want to meet the needs of others. I mean, there's so much that goes into this and yet we want to shift to a much more empowered place to close the gap, as I said. And And for me, this has probably been the biggest game changer, I think, in my shift energetically and in terms of outcomes and achievements as well. And that's what I want for you. So if you, I guess what I would ask you to think about this week, if you have a goal, for example, you want to hit a target, you want to win some business, you want to complete a piece of work, what is your next step to make that happen? And how, how can that meaningful next step 
be proactively placed on your calendar so that you know it's going to happen. You're not carrying that in your head. We talked about goals last week. What are your top three goals right now in business, in life? Which activities, habits, projects have got the highest impact on you achieving those goals? When you block that uninterrupted time for those activities, um, those habits, those projects, other things will come up too, like, you know, the reactive stuff, the team stuff, you know, boundaries are an opportunity. But if you have a a documented system, um, you are in an amazing starting point. Thanks so much for listening. I'm very excited as we build this growing community of growers and I'd love to hear your feedback on anything you want to hear more about people that you think would be great for us to have a chat with. Please leave me some feedback or if you want any support, use the functions via the podcast or the email, the Facebook group or the Instagram, all of it in the notes. I'd love to hear your stories. I'd love to see your pictures of you growing and what you're working on. Please share the podcast and review it in iTunes as we build this community. Thanks so much.